please continue. Right, I've not got, like, the, the wedding thing, it doesn't, nothing about it, like, puts me off, or I'm not one of those guys that's, like, scared of commitment or any shit like that, like, it just is what it is, and I'm fine with it, but I don't like the fact that I have to buy everybody's fucking dress. <laughs> is that real? Apparently. Have, oh, I guess you do, don't you? For the, for, for the, for the guys, um, you, you rent their, t- you rent their suits, but. They can just buy their suits if they want to. Right, yeah. For the girls, you have to buy all their fucking dresses. What, you, they don't rent bridesmaids? No, 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 no. They, you go, they, you, they all go out together, they have a lovely day, <laughs> and then spend all my money. They don't... You, what, can you rent bridesmaid dresses? You can you can rent dresses in general, like ball gowns and stuff, but generally they go to, like, fucking Next and wherever, and they just... And they they find a dress that they all like, and that's got... Enough range of sizes in for them all to um, for them all to have one each and be able to fit into and whatever, and then it comes out of our fucking budget and we have to pay for it all. I couldn't imagine having an ex- an exca- an escapade like that, like going out with a bunch of friends. Like, right, we're going to wear the same thing. What about <laughs> this? Does it come in large? Does it come in small? Yeah. Like, no, this is what we're wearing. Well, what <laughs> what we do is we go to like a tailor's or something where they rent them. Yeah. And we get measured up and then they just rent them in. And then we just give them back at the end, yeah. if we want to, or we can buy them if we want to. But I'm not buying all your fucking suits, and I'm not. I, I, I've got a problem with buying all their dresses. I don't know why. Can you rent a bride's gown? I guess you. Can. No, because they 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 go to they they don't go to like tailors and stuff. Oh, you can you can you can you can rent a a bride's dress like a wedding dress if you want to, but. Right. Typically, people buy them. I've got no problem with that. Yeah. I've got no problem with helping my future wife buy a dress for herself. That's fine. I don't want to buy dresses <laughs> for all her fucking friends. For a second cousin. Yeah. Who's kind of forced her way into the yeah. wedding ceremony. Yeah. I don't want to buy. I don't want to buy a dress for someone who's there just to make up the numbers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just to make up the numbers, about two hundred quid. <laughs> done. Yeah. Extra food, extra everything. Well, it's like when we when we graduated. Um, yeah. Like. You, when you, I think I can't remember what it's called, but you wear that weird gown and hat or whatever. Cap and gown, yeah. And like you have the option to buy for like two hundred quid. Fuck that. And like, do you want to rent it for a tenner? It's like, yeah. yeah I can't imagine much fancy dress no. as someone who graduated from Stoke. Yeah. Hi, I came as me twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm living in the past. <laughs> like the ghost of Christmas past, kind of. Yeah, but I don't like Christmas. Mind you, the ghost of Christmas past did like Christmas, did he? No, did he? Um, I Christmas past. Right. Well, what were they? Right. So the future was like, oh, you're going to die alone, and no one's going to love you, right? Yeah. The present was was he looking at like was it Tiny Tim or whatever, and seeing that everyone kind of hated him behind his back or pitied him behind his back. What was yeah. the Christmas past? Oh, was it like him as a kid loving Christmas? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that was him. Yeah, was, was it a three no, no, no. man job? He, was, he, he didn't. He wasn't like into Christmas as a kid or something like that. He was always like at school, just studying after class. Day, and stuff. Yeah. No one's there. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is, the trouble is, my uh, my biggest memories of how the Christmas Carol works all comes from the Muppets. Like, I don't actually, I, I don't recall yeah, to be the fair, original yeah. like proper telling of it all. I'm pretty sure it's accurate. His his teacher was an owl. Right. <laughs> you woke up on Christmas Day, didn't know what day it was, so yeah. just yelled at the street. Yeah. <laughs> what day is it? Well, today, sir, it's Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you home with your family? They don't love me. 
I'm just telling people in the street what day it is. Yeah. His, uh, his, his, his faithful employee was a frog. And his, um, his best, his, his, the, the ghost of Christmas past, in their spare time, sat in a theatre box and sorting people on stage. <laughs> it was basically Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just being really vocal about it. Yeah. But what? it's probably a Christian thing, right? Oh, it's fucking Christmas, isn't it? Mm. What? Well, oh, fuck, that's what it is, isn't it? I was trying to think why you needed three ghosts. Right. right. Holy Trinity. Like, they stick the with father, their... The Father, the Son, biblical... and the Holy Spirit. And all that. Yeah, the Father's the old one, right? Because it's Grandpa. The Son is, I don't know, uh, the future. And the Holy Spirit is just the present or something like that. Yeah. You don't need... Why do you need three ghosts? Just um, like, look, mate, pull, pull someone aside. If I was trying to have a drink in a pub and three people kept on pulling me aside and judging me, <laughs> I'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> but if one person kept on judging me, I'd be less pissed. I'd still yeah. be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I, mm. Especially when you're trying to sleep, <laughs> coming into your bedroom. Oh, you remember how you missed out on Christmas all those years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. die alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I've got a renewed Christmas spirit. Yeah. So like fucking, it's a wonderful life. I, I old people like love that. Film. Oh, I bet you love that film. Yeah. Do you? Right. Why? The only thing I love about it is um, how he keeps. He looks back and like he's always sacrificing his life and he's giving up on things. And at the end, they're like, it's good that you did that because now you're here. Forget about all those wondrous journeys you could have gone on. Yeah. Like, oh no, some, the bank closed. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd gone and lived your dream and found love, the bank would have closed. Aren't you glad you stuck around for this American... I like American- it because it's a Christmas film about a guy that decided not to commit suicide. Jingle I- all the way. Is it? Jingle all the way, he didn't kill himself, did he? He found a toy, no, fought with someone Was he going it. to? Oh, what, like planning on suicide? Yeah. Uh, no, I think he was. I th- it was it's a really nice blend of themes that I can uh, I can get behind. Oh my! Who who played who played Lionel Hutz in um, The Simpsons? Um, who was in the uh, Troy McClure guy? Um, yeah. He was in Jingle All the Way. That's what. I was oh, was he? Yeah. Well, that's another thing. If you if you go through um, if you go through It's a Wonderful Life, um, there's a load of moments that you pick up and you're like, The Simpsons did that. And that, yeah. and that, like all these quotes. Like, I, I don't have your money here. It's a Bill's house, a Fred's house. What the hell are you doing with my money in your house, Fred? <laughs> that fucking girl, was it Jimmy, Jimmy something? Yeah. Um, fucking weird, stroked out guy that everybody <laughs> yeah. loved. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it, yeah. It's a very unique oh, this guy's great. I love yeah. this guy. <laughs> before, this was before Tom Hanks, but yeah. like, the standard for film actors is pretty low. Well, yeah, this was in like the the forties, wasn't it? Thirties. Yeah. 40s? But before color. Yeah. I think they. No, I think it's a Wonderful Life could have been shot in color. I think yeah. it was the time yeah. that they didn't. Yeah. Because so. the bank closed. <laughs> Couldn't afford it. <laughs> He went on a date with the girls. Like, do you like the moon, Mary? <laughs> I'm going to give moon. you the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Try and force the moon onto, or any celestial planet yeah. or satellite onto a woman that now. Bit, and you're like, Bruce Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just countless bits that loads of films have now done. Like... But did people watch it because it was actually any good? Or that it was the only film that was going on? Yeah, at but that you could time. say that about a lot of films in like. Not the 30s Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters wasn't in the 30s. I mean, like, back then. Back to the Future. That was in, like, the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of Back to the Future. But more specifically, because people love it too much without any thought. 
it's kind of a contrarian position to take. I, I like people it. saying they love it, and you go, "Why?" And you go, "Because it's great." Yeah, but why? Because it's great. I, I don't know. I, I like it. it's. It's one of those things that I like because I grew up with. Like of any yeah. trilogy I've ever seen, if you had to sit me down in an afternoon and say you've got to watch a trilogy, I don't know why you you do that. Why is it stuck to a trilogy? <laughs> Die Hard? Nah, mate, that's like a quintilogy. Doesn't count. <laughs> no, it's got to be three films, right? If you if you if you said you've got to spend an, your afternoon watching a trilogy and you put them all in front of me, I would most likely still choose Back to the Future and just sit and watch them all. Yeah, but only because oh, I think there's, so... a, there's probably just a great deal of like nostalgia about it. But I do just like the film. I'm so bad with names. Christopher, the play guy who played Doc. Uh, Christopher, Chris. Christopher. Uh, anyway, he's, he's awesome. He's the reason that Adam's family is so I keep saying walking and it's obviously not. <laughs> it could be. Hey, c- Marty! <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck go in back. back! Stuck in 1985. <laughs> We're going uh, back to the future. <laughs> he starts dancing to Fatboy Slim. <laughs> People freaking out. Gotta get the light and strike the clock, Marty. <laughs> it's crazy. It takes me back to that time with that watch. <laughs> Don't shoot lightning up my ass, Marty. <laughs> it's a very uncomfortable time of my life. <laughs> this is a really weird Christopher Walken accent. It's not really at all. Can't do accents. Can't do Christopher Walken accent anyway. But he wasn't the guy. Lloyd. Anyway, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. There we go. There go. Yeah, he's fucking awesome in that. And in Taxi as well. He yeah. had like a bit part in that, and he See, became incredible. I never saw Taxi. The only bit, I, the only reason I know Taxi, like, or a, a little bit about Taxi, is from watching Man on the Moon so many fucking times. <laughs> Fair enough. And he played himself playing himself in Man on the Moon because he, yeah, because yeah, they did the whole Taxi set thing yeah. in there. Yeah, fucking yeah. love that film. It is a good film. It's really underrated. I, I didn't hear about it at all until like ten years ago, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that's like six years after it came out. Mm. And when I was a kid, I was still watching all Jim Carrey films, whether they were funny or not. So I was still like going and watching like Truman Show and yeah. uh, and um, Eternal Sunshine and stuff. Like as soon as they came out, it's like this is fucking this is this is not hilarious, but it's great. <laughs> but Man on the Moon completely skipped me by. I, th- I don't think it got like a big release over here or something. Like I don't that. think it was incredibly popular. But the whole no. Andy Kaufman but thing wasn't hugely popular in any way. He's got those films though. It's like Cable Guy. Cable Guy wasn't massively popular. But yeah, I fucking so love Cable. Guy. Such a good film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I had a choice to watch down, watch a trilogy, I'd just watch The Cable Guy three times. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's great. They're going to totally redo this. It's going to yeah. be fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, oh, Cable Guy. Uh, rerun. Rerun. <laughs> <laughs> Steven. I'm on Steven team. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Christmas, Christmassy films, and uh, it's a wonderful life. Never a big film. Uh, apparently, The Great Escape is a Christmas film as well. It's always on at Christmas. I don't. Yeah, I'm assuming because you're imprisoned inside your childhood home, yeah. begging for an escape. <laughs> Given Steve McQueen, who's was the American forced into the film to try and make it appealable to Americans. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, oh that cheeky American soldier always pissing off the Nazis. <laughs> oh, they put him in the box again. But he's got his baseball because Nazis—they'll give you baseballs. They'll give you anything if you're American. If you've got a bit suave about you, yeah. I've um, I've I've never seen the Great Escape. Have you not? No, it's got a great ending. Did they get out? Either way. <laughs> 
Uh, you got to watch it. Well, I know you don't, all the tropes about it and and the the various bits of music and shit that come from it, but I've never actually. Well, I think Eddie Izzard covered all the stuff that I, I like about <laughs> it. Which he's talk about how like it's just. I think it, there was no Americans in the film, and um, when they went to, when they wanted to make it, because it was. I, I don't know whether there are Americans in the camp they were describing. But they pushed Steve McQueen into boost ratings, basically. And so they made him really, really American throughout the whole thing. So he's like, and he's on his motorbike in his T-shirt, <laughs> just like <laughs> leaping over Austria. <laughs> just for ridiculousness' sake. Um, but that's, that's like a film where it's like, this is, Christmas films are not good current films. Like what, The Bridge Over the River Kwai? Yeah. I think is regularly on at Christmas. Yeah. It's just when it's probably just you've got old people around your house and you have nothing to talk about. Yeah. So just put on a film about a bridge getting bombed. <laughs> <laughs> remember? Remember? Yeah, yeah, you watch that. Saying that, I tried to show Band of Brothers to my great grandmother who's like ninety six. All right. She had massively horrific flashbacks. <laughs> so it's not best for everyone. <laughs> Well, I think because they were like parachuting into um, uh, Europe or uh, Normandy or wherever, and uh, uh, my great granddad was a uh, WP, I think, warden. Like, he was in London and helping out with the bombings in London. So we'd go around like police warden or whatever. So I think seeing lots of World War Two soldiers in a plane with the noise probably brought back V one and V two explosions. Yeah, I was like, this isn't Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Christmas films are weird anyway. But I guess you have to have that kind of balance between family. Like, Shrek is a Christmas film. Is it? It was marketed as a Christmas film, just because it's like, oh, kiddie animation. Yeah, Pixar, well, whatever. The, yeah, Christmas is a time when, I don't know why they don't think maybe we'll do it in the summer holidays as well, but Christmas is a time when they shove, like, kids' films on, like, all the time. Yeah. And I, it made me realise, like, watching... I, I watched TV for the first time in fuck knows how long uh, earlier in the week and I saw it was at some obscurious time in the afternoon and I saw um, like a, a toy advert and at some point they all just got phased out of my life like that I, I don't remember the last time I saw a toy advert and it's just because <laughs> I stopped watching kids stuff so there's no toy adverts mm. anymore and I, I'm wondering if there's anything else that I've lost <laughs> well, that I don't yeah, see anymore because I saw a toy advert of a change in habit. A kid playing with some toys. Yeah. And then it said, Tesco, now sale on toys. <laughs> it was a five second advert, so you couldn't skip it on YouTube. Oh. But then I saw another advert today, like an hour ago. Like, don't. Whoever made this advert didn't consider the drug community. Yeah. Um, but basically, I think it was some company, someone like Google or, or Vodafone or something like that, is sponsoring Manu- No, Virgin or somebody like that is sponsoring this thing called I think it's called Free Lights, right. which is drone street lights that follow you around at night. What the fuck? <laughs> like so, it's good because like country lanes, they then have to wire up the roads so no street lights. But you just see people walking along and they're just being followed by UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, everything's fine. <laughs> it's going to ruin hide and seek for a generation. <laughs> I don't think it's that good. Like, if you've, if you've been walking along, if, you, if you've been walking along a dark street, then your, your eyes slowly adjust to whatever little light there is. And you can't see a lot, but you can see enough. If you're then surrounded by light, like if you've ever if you've ever been driving yeah, along yeah, and yeah. then put the light on in your car while yeah. it's dark, 
you suddenly can't fucking see anything. So now they're lighting you up and showing everybody else where you are, but you can't see a fucking thing. Well, you'd assume that the drones would hunt for other living beings. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's probably... I want to see. <laughs> I want to see it on a country lane with like just following cows around a field. <laughs> People taking bets from the distance, watching them try and race across a field. Nah, but I wouldn't. I don't. One, I don't know why it was advertising streetlights, because that would imply that it's a private, your it's your own personal streetlight that follows you around at night. Yeah, which I'm not all for. Um, <laughs> you should be able to be able to be in the darkness if you want to be in the darkness. Yeah. Like, yeah, what if you're trying to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> If you're trying to sleep and drive, you know, be productive. You know, <laughs> some bloody drones trying to keep you awake. Yeah. Plus, think of all, like, the, the the rabbits and the rats and stuff that are, like, being all stealthy and getting along and then a big light. And then all the owls are, like, just... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a jailbreak. Like... <laughs> now this rabbit's, owls like... Owls have got the app. <laughs> It's a whole owl conspiracy. Yeah. We're We're famous for our heads turning around. Well, heads are really going to turn when we break into the app market (laughs) and start taking over the dark skies. Yeah. Oh, it's a complete 180. (laughs) (laughs) You know what that is? It's because I listened to last week's podcast earlier on and now I can't stop getting all these fucking puns out of my head. Fucking chocolate bar puns. Yeah. I'm not a very punny person in general, but, like, th- yeah, I, I'm ashamed. <laughs> yeah. But Christmas time, everything's special about Christmas. It's officially December, so that means it's Christmas time. Are you? Do you put Christmas trees up in your, you know, bedroom? We do. Uh, yesterday was December 1st. Oh, but you're in a relationship, aren't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... I'm not afraid to commit. I'm not, but I don't want a tree living in my room. <laughs> well, it's Taking not that. It's just like if you get a substantial living tree, it's like seven feet tall, and <laughs> I don't have a lot of room in my room anyway. That, I've already got a bit of small man syndrome. Yeah. I don't want to be threatened by a tree. I've already got like a weight bench that I'm not using, and like various cabinets and things that I haven't touched in years. Mm. Like I don't. I haven't got room for a tree, but we did put like tinsel and lights and shit up. Right. And I don't mind because I'm I don't have a problem with Christmas once December starts. Prior to December, <laughs> fuck off. Fair enough. Fuck off. Like this this You so- should only be joyous and merry and spreading joy at certain times of year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it, it's just it's just the immediacy of it. It's like, oh, you, okay, uh, Halloween. Okay, Halloween's done. Now, uh, bonfire night. Bonfire night's done. Christmas. It's November the 6th. <laughs> can, we just, can we just have, like, three or four weeks where there's fuck all to think about and celebrate and then just kick in on December 1st? We're mm. all still going to go out and buy shit because that's all we ever fucking do. And now you've got fucking look, uh, all the Black Friday shit, which we inherited from some cunts across the pond. Kind of, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was fucking as good. I, th- I think, we, over. yeah, I think we've got the, technically there is a Black Friday, but I think the attitude towards Black Friday is only kind of the same. As well, the, the you same. used to get, you, you always used to get like winter sales, but now they've turned it into a big thing. 
used to be Boxing Day sales, wasn't it? Was there it are Boxing Day sales. Is That's that better than Black Friday? Or is it, well, it's know. it's more popular than Black Friday in this country, but the thing that fucking annoys me about it is that Boxing Day used to be a day about charity. Boxing Day, you used to get all of the stuff that you don't want anymore, you put it in boxes and you put it on your curb and people come by and collect it and take it off to shelters and charities and Global stuff. Global warming, that's what it was. Now, you just go out, people just go out and buy more shit. <laughs> like, the day after Christmas. It's It's... It's fucking stupid. I don't. I don't like it. The the, the older I'm like I get, like gambling addicts. I got some stuff yesterday. I need more stuff tomorrow. Yeah. And I need even more today. Yeah. The older I get, the more I turn against commercialism. Like I never used to have an issue with people buying stuff so much, but it's just. I don't know. I just. It's it's the fact that um over over in the in the states. It's, it's admittedly it's worse over in the states mm. for some for some reason people just get fanatical about things. Uh, but that I, I guess that's just the mm. way that they're like infected with the media and advertising and everything like that. It's not much better over here. The culture but as well. They there pledge are allegiance people every over here queuing up outside Asda, getting shot in the queues <laughs> by other people who are queuing. <laughs> I'm tired of being seventy eighth. I want to be seventy seventh in this queue. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like it's uh, as long as they open the doors before the police get here, I'm fine. <laughs> but it's I'm getting that microwave oven. Yeah. Like at what point as a business owner do you look at that and be like, okay, I think we're causing a problem here. <laughs> Our prices are too low. Yeah. It's causing massive. Like, well, if they're all queuing up outside and killing each other, no one's going to buy you shit, are they? Because everyone's going to be dead. Well, they'll be buying bullets. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually they're going to run yeah. out but Yeah, massive sale at the gun store <laughs> rest of the town is empty That's quite Christmas spirity though, isn't it? Buying a gun No, just like mass hysteria in the streets <laughs> Like the horse the, I mean, what is a reindeer? You know, it's kind of like a horse Flying horses Carrying a fat man A diabetic <laughs> Carrying a generous <laughs> diabetic Into people's houses yeah. Every night, once a year. <laughs> it's a little bit... Sedu- I mean, you should be panicking in the streets and firing off weapons. Yeah. Surely. And something about Jaws of Death. Like, do they still use Jaws of... I don't know where this came from. I just I just wanted the to Jaws say of Jaws of Death. Oh, is it life? Yeah, Jaws of Life. The, the big the hydraulic Jaws stuff. they cut people yeah. out of cars with. Yeah. Oh, I call them Jaws of Death. <laughs> Come well, on. Kind of, it kind of goes against accused, what they're trying to do. I've been accused of being a pessimist recently. <laughs> But Jaws of Death, I'm much more optimistic about. I never if someone said, quick, get the Jaws of Death, I'd be like, yes. If you were in the car. Yeah. Like, I'd uh, be like, come on, get these Jaws of Death. <laughs> Start head headbanging, thinking it's a new band. <laughs> quick, get the Jaws of Life. Oh, the Jaws of Life. <laughs> Some hippie vegetarian. <laughs> Bring out the Jaws of Death, and it's like black with flames painted up them. And like... Bring out the Jaws of Life, it's made of soy. <laughs> it's got a little smoke machine in it, so when you open it, it breathes. Like it's... <laughs> and like, be when great... you take it off the hook, there's like a little switch that activates like Slayer music. <laughs> That'd be a great argument to have with the firefighters. Get the jaws of life. No, I don't want the jaws of life. You're going to lose your legs. Get the jaws of death. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Anyway, jaws of death. Where did that, that came from? Somewhere. Um, Santa. <laughs> yeah, Santa Claus breaking into people's houses. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird time of year. The whole we talked about it last week. I think about how Santa Claus, the myth or the legend of Santa Claus caught on. 
Like, it yeah. must have gone by word of mouth. It wasn't like, uh, you know, a letter was sent around. By the way, we're all going to lie to our kids. Keep it up. Yeah. But, like, yeah, mass hysteria. Christmas is a weird time. Forcing people to spend time with people that they don't want to spend time with. Yeah. You know, it's going to end badly in one way or another. <laughs> Bring in kids and kids' expectations. Yeah. Like, I remember, um, I was a weird kid anyway. But I remember, like, having a Christmas where, like, got loads of presents. But I was really upset I didn't get a PC game. So I was like, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> like my mum's like crying in the corner. It's like, I thought I gave you a good Christmas. I wanted Jurassic Park's PC game. <laughs> I, got, I was just really upset as a kid. So like, I think like they went through like the drawers and like found an old CD and just put something on it. Like, there you go. I was like, yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's a sign of age now where like, I, I still look forward to Christmas, but now it's because of like the food. And because I'm not at work. Right. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Not, time off work's good. Yeah, it's not like, um, it's not a present thing anymore. Like, when I was a kid, I couldn't sleep because I was like, oh my God, I get to unwrap stuff. And then I unwrap it all. And it's like, oh, all right. Uh, I'm going upstairs. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I was never big on the presents after like, I don't know, age of 13, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I, I, like, I like the weather. I like it being really cold. I like, like when, it's, having fires. when it's cold and crisp and stuff. That's yeah. nice. But now, like, the polar bears are dying and it just rains at Christmas. Can polar bears die because it's too cold? I thought polar bears were dying because it's too warm. And yeah. it's melting all the ice. Yeah. Oh. We don't get snow and crisp weather and stuff in December anymore. We just get fucking rain. Uh, I thought global warming was, like, colder in the winter and hotter in the summer. Um, yeah, but it's... St- it, mm. Like I thought you were complaining that polar bears were getting too cold. It's, me- it's, me- it's meant to go through those extremes, but it's also moved the seasons. So, like... A, 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 now we're like Australia, and Australia is like us. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> but, like, uh, Christmas time isn't, like, the coldest part of winter anymore, whereas December used, yeah, to, yeah. used to be, like, mega cold. And now it's, like, uh, like early February. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, dead polar bears. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, 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 like, I, like, Christmas. I like the atmosphere of Christmas. I mean, I liked. It. I mean, working in restaurants, Christmas was a pretty awesome time. Yeah, one because it was so crazily busy. Yeah, um, so you're always doing something. You got more money. Flew. You got more yeah. everything, and everyone had. Everyone was kind of celebrating every day, so it was kind of cool. Yeah. And there's something very Muppet Christmas Carol about clearing, clearing tables at like 11 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Yeah, you're but like, like and, Christmas magic. and everybody's happy. Yeah, it's you don't get any shitty customers like. I guess, I guess at a restaurant you don't anyway. Well, you might in retail because they're not getting what they want or Well, whatever. Christmas Eve when you're trying to close the restaurant early so you can get a train home. Oh, right, yeah. And families who are staying in hotels nearby yeah. who want you to miss Christmas. Yeah. That can be a bit frustrating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've, I've never worked in a restaurant or anything at Christmas or anywhere that would allow me to have tips. Like, I remember when I was working at um, Curry's and, and Comet and various other places like that, they were always like, if you get a tip, you can't take it, you have to give it back. I was, and I was just like, oh, okay, and we just took them anyway. Yeah, you got tips at curries for if you if you're working like Christmas Eve or if you're working Boxing Day. Right, right. Never, obviously not in the rest of the, this. Not is, on Valentine's Day. This is I. This is why I, I I don't generally tip at restaurants unless like the person's going to like a lot of clearly mm. going to a lot of effort or if we've been difficult for whatever reason. Then fair enough, but I don't. I, I, I have a kind of a moral objection to it in a country where... The Steve Buscemi kind of pop, um, Reservoir Dogs kind of way. 
I don't know. Uh, the, the beginning speech of Reservoir Dogs is Steve Buscemi saying he doesn't tip because you don't tip McDonald's employees. They serve you. They've given you. But for some reason, you don't tip them. Why are we tipping waitresses? Um, so like how it's applicable in some industries that do exactly the same thing as opposed to other ones. Oh, it wasn't that. It was it was that there's, there's plenty of people in, in the States and in other places. I, I get it because um, the... The, the restaurants use the tips of the waiters and the waitresses to subsidise those people's wages and give them an excuse to pay them next to fuck all. Whereas in this country, we have a national minimum wage that is the same whether you're working in a restaurant or whether you're working in a warehouse. And the people in the warehouse get fuck all tips. The people in the restaurant, um, some for some reason, a lot of them expect to get tips or yeah. think they're owed owed them or, or whatever, when really they work no harder than those people over there and they have no opportunity to, to have that. Well, that's something that I've always felt because I've, I've always waited for years and yeah. I knew friends... I, who I don't hold it against no, 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 people for taking them. Yeah, it was the interesting course, thing. I like, would as well. I've got a friend who, like, I had friends who worked in pubs and bars where the tips are next to nothing. Mm. And I'd be like, I earn like £16 an hour plus tips. Yeah. Like, do you want a job at my place? Like, it's pretty much the same job. Yeah. And they'd be like, no. It's like, well, okay. If that's what you want, fair enough. Like it's the, uh, I, I've been doing this job for a while. It's really, really easy, and mm. it pays good money. Yeah. Do you want a job? And people will just turn it down because they don't want to. The problem with that kind of industry is people are doing it temporarily in their yeah. minds. Yeah. But they end up doing it permanently, so yeah. they don't want to come. I, I was like that for ages. Like you don't want to commit to something new because you're like, mm. oh, I'm going to quit soon anyway. Yeah. And you're like, no, it's two years later, and you're still here. Mm. Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah, some jobs pay more than others, even with a national minimum wage. I just thought it'd be like, we'll just work in a fucking restaurant. I mean, yeah, so much better. But um, as a waiter, the, the 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 pet peeve I had was people tipping me if they were awkward. So you'd have people who were absolute assholes, and then they'd give you a big tip afterwards. Yeah, you haven't done anything special. They've just right. been a very difficult, annoying, rude table. So it's just so an ex- be like, like, yeah, it's as like, if they can pay you off for being a prick. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to be a prick, but don't worry, I'm going to give you like thirty quid after. Yeah. It was like. I'd rather you not be a prick. <laughs> this is my life that yeah. you're just shitting yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to deal with. And you kind of, I guess in that situation, you kind of almost want to be like, I don't want your fucking money. I just oh, want no, I go. want their money. Like, at the end of the day, I'll take all your money. But just well, don't try and think you're justifying your actions yeah. because you're giving but me that, money. No, but that's just it, though. They're never going to give you um, as uh, so much that it's going to inconvenience them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is the whole point of them giving you the tip in the first place if they're doing it because they've been a dick, right? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair play. So yeah, Christmas as a waiter was uh, pretty cool. I definitely have a feeling of uh, Christmas magic. Started uh, well, when I f- the first songs that I ever started singing were uh, Christmas carols. Was um, Let It Snow. Yeah, I used to sing it on the way to school because I was like, oh, I quite like this song. Yeah, I could sing it. So I started um, singing songs while I walk the dog. Now freaks the fuck out of people, especially when you maintain eye contact. <laughs> like it's one thing to be like singing it when you're starting walking, and there's no one around. But when you turn a corner and there's like someone walking down trying to avoid eye contact, yeah, and you're just singing, <laughs> <laughs> like staring at them with a dog, being like, you should be joining in with me right now. <laughs> pretty intense but it's pretty funny i mean i'd like it if someone was singing pearl jam while they're fucking walking around at night um so i'm trying to add back give back to the community yeah but the community when you're walking is pretty funny like the amount of people i've seen sneaking a cigarette out the front door <laughs> like and i mean like literally they you, you, you walk in you see someone's head just out of a door just go <laughs> <sighs> thank god and they close the door. <laughs> 
Or just that look that smokers have when they've just like, now's my smoking time. They've yeah. like closed the door and been like, fuck everything that's indoors. I'm outside and I'm killing myself. See, this is, <laughs> this is why it's so hard for me to stop. Yeah. Because, like, I developed the, t- the time that I had to smoke into just a moment of fucking sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, like, whether it's from the office or from family or anything. It's just, mm. this is five minutes where I have, for myself, where I just have... Yeah. It's, it's like finding your zen. Yeah, it's, it's very meditative Admittedly, when you're doing a monotonous... it is just a chemical addiction and a physical addiction. Like, fair mm. enough whatever but now I, I, if I stop I need something to replace that with I mean yeah, admittedly yeah. I'm on E6 now which is fine yeah. but I, I, don't, I don't know I don't I I think that those moments are very good for me yeah but if you try to explain that to an employer like I used to ask for banana breaks <laughs> like I don't I didn't smoke I was like I don't smoke he's having a five minute break can I go have a banana yeah they'd be like no yeah well well, well what <laughs> I'm addicted to bananas. <laughs> Do you have that weird thing where you eat a banana to get better if you've got low sodium or something? Reach in and pull like a 20 pack of bananas out your pocket. <laughs> no, but I used to eat on the job. I used to eat dirty. You could you used to be able to buy dirty cauliflower from Tesco. Unwashed yeah. cauliflower, yeah. it was called. Yeah. Which I thought was a brilliant marketing technique. <laughs> like, we can save the people money and pass the savings on to them by not washing the food that we're growing out of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I used to dip it in water and munch it. Hmm. Yeah. That's I'm good. a man of taste. <laughs> it was just unwashed, dipped in washed. <laughs> <laughs> no, we used to, like, my um, my dad used to get all our veg from, like, farm shops. So he'd buy, like, big sacks of, like, potatoes and carrots and stuff. And it was all just, like, straight out the ground, straight into the bag. You wash it. So I haven't had to wash anything food-wise, yeah. in a long time. See, I've always wanted to buy sacks of food. Like I bought a sack of onions Let's once. Just go to a farm shop. But it's just expiry date. Like You can't yeah. eat a sack of onions in a week. Yeah, I was thinking we must have eaten a lot of potatoes when I was a kid. Well, it was a family thing as well, isn't it? I, guess, I mean, If you're yeah. feeding like four people, mm. then you probably could if you're cooking it all the time. And then yeah. you can freeze shit and stuff like that, I guess. Yeah. But you, yeah, a sack of onions a week is too many onions. And I love onions, but yeah. I don't think I should eat an onion a week as a single guy. Nah. I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think it would be a good habit to start. Some people aren't very understanding, so and, uh, see how it goes. Yeah. yeah, so Christmas is upon us. Let's see how Christmas progresses. I don't feel like podcasting over Christmas. I don't know why. <laughs> if we do, we should do it drunk. Yes. All right. Oh, shit, I was meant to research Jewishum. Jewish? <laughs> Judaism. Are you already drunk? I forgot. <laughs> yeah. We, we should give it all this, a, all Smash this cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was meant to do Jewish. Did you do... Um, no. Minus? No? What's the point? <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. oh, I've been really stingy about my Jewish uh, studies. Yeah. I don't know, some stereotypes or something. <laughs> I promise I'll do more Jewish... Be more Jewish. Be more Jewish. Oh, I did find out it's uh, it's eight days, not twelve days. So I was saying like the of the of the, the Hanukkah menorah thing. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not twelve. It's eight. <laughs> I wasn't told. I just found out. <laughs> it's probably a dozen. I don't know. Oh, it's eight. <laughs> yeah. oh, right, well, it's because we were talking about Christmas and shit, and I was like, oh, it's yeah. twelve. Twelve days. It was twelve days of Christmas, not twelve, 12 days, days of, of Judaism. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to do a Jewish accent. Never yeah. been able to manage it. Well, my, my objective was, a couple of years ago, this is when I was at the height of my uh, ambition, apparently, um, was to do a black Jewish accent. 
Oh Christ! Yeah, I just couldn't Does that figure exist? it. I don't know, but if I put it out there, <laughs> yeah. it's like the adverts I've been doing. The more I put an idea out there, the more likely it is something's going to come back. Yeah, <laughs> get a whole community of like, I don't know, Bronx accenty. <laughs> <laughs> African American Jews <laughs> forming up and uniting in arms against the podcast. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty good. <laughs> it's definitely something that I'd enjoy. But yeah, I'll get on to um, the Jews next week. Um, only if, there wasn't that much in the news this week. I don't know why. Um, I did see one thing, which again is probably something very horrific, but it's something that I thought has some comedy in it. And it's just because when I read it, it just I, it's, you can just imagine it in your head and question it. It's teenager kills herself in front of parents after relentless cyberbullying. So she like grabbed a shotgun, like <laughs> put it, maybe I'm alone in finding this. Funny. All right, <laughs> but it's like you're being bullied, right? People are bullying can be very, very um, detrimental and can affect people very badly. Yeah. Um, but if you're being bullied, do you really want to stain the memory of your existence onto your parents and grandparents? Mm, it's the yeah. circle of bullying. <laughs> you know, like if someone's bullied, they'll become a bully. Yeah. Like you, you call me names, my brain's on your face. <laughs> <laughs> With a shotgun to the chest, not even to the face, Ooh. to the chest. It's for some reason that well, I'm so used to people shooting themselves in the head with a shotgun that shooting yourself in the chest feels worse. <laughs> like, it sounds worse, it looks worse. Yeah. But it's not, surely. You've got more chance of surviving a shotgun blast to the chest than the head, right? Must do. No, a point blank, I don't think it makes any difference. You destroy your heart. a little bit of difference. Yeah, I guess if your heart's there. If your heart's, if your heart's there. <laughs> some people... If your heart's not in it. Some people, not... it's in their foot. Um, but that's, that's like where, those, where all those... Uh, football players, how all those football players kill themselves, isn't it? The American football players, yeah, yeah to study yeah, yeah. brain so damage they could, through So the, the brain is intact, but they shoot themselves in the chest so they can be Jesus studied. Christ. Yeah, this story's hilarious. <laughs> I, I thought it was really funny. I just, I just, That's what how's was... Miriam doing? Oh, you know, she's having a tough time at school. Where's the shotgun? Let's go find it and give it a new gun to varnish. Oh shit, Miriam, put the shotgun down. Apparently her parents, uh, she texted her sister, so her, t- her sister like flew across country to get to the house. Parents were there and the grandparents were there. Ugh. So like, obviously she'd overcome her issues with peer pressure and people telling her not to shoot herself. <laughs> she decided to make a point, make a stand, yeah. shoot herself in the chest. It's, uh, it's just not how I would kill myself if I was going to do that. No. No, I don't know how I'd kill myself. That's a weird question they asked you in, in, in depression teamwork time. How would you? Yeah. <laughs> they ask. Did. Yeah, they go, um, have, if you were to commit suicide, do you know how you would? I think we did this and did we publish that one? Uh, I can't remember. I'll have to look into that one. I don't know. Um, yeah, the, 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 the questionnaire that they give you when you try and join depression team workshop or whatever it was called. Yeah, they, like if, apparently if you've planned out how you were going to commit suicide, you're more of a risk. Yeah. Because, like, they go, oh, you're going to jump off that specific bridge. <laughs> All right, well, maybe we'll give you a bit more attention or yeah. something. I don't know. I'd, yeah, you're like, oh, I'd probably hang myself and you're doing this in a doctor's office and you get back to your house and you mysteriously find all the wires and low-hanging beams have been removed from your house. <laughs> the stairs have been removed. <laughs> How do I get upstairs? You're not welcome upstairs. <laughs> yeah, so I, thought it was, I just thought it was a weird circle of life thing, I thought. Um, 
Maybe I shouldn't have brought it up. Maybe I should uh, <laughs> <laughs> stick to the stick to the good stuff. Um, yeah, went uh, doctor update. Went to doctors and had quite an interesting um, conversation with him because I've been under the weather like crazy for quite a while now, especially the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and um, went to him was like, "So, is there anything you can do?" And he just turned to me and went, well, "I don't know. What do you, What do you think we should do?" <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe I take more pills. And he went, mm, "Yeah, right." <laughs> I was like, oh, well, maybe less pills. Mm, yeah. Yeah, could do that if you, if you think. It's like, wow, this is like 15 to 1, and I'm automatically in the final. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I'm not medically stead studied. <laughs> I never went to a doctor and then be like, what do you think's wrong with you? <laughs> Let's reflect. Yeah. But doctors love dogs, apparently. I told him I got a dog, he was like, awesome. <laughs> that's like medically a good thing yeah. now that you've got a dog you don't need like you know your, your penicillin addiction don't worry about it addiction <laughs> allergy don't yeah. worry about it you're no longer <laughs> allergic to penicillin you've got a dog <laughs> it's like a buff <laughs> like a D&D buff well like dogs and animals and stuff are meant to be like mood enhancing aren't they yeah I think so it's meant to be therapeutic I'm not sure about therapeutic with an but it's definitely more than being alone was, I, I imagine if you're looking after something else, it takes your mind off yourself, I guess. Yeah, well, it forces you to do things yeah. responsibly. I mean, some would argue. Um, but to me, it's just like the dogs have <laughs> noticed recently, Honey is trying her hardest to understand what I'm doing. Right. Like she'll look at me and I'll be talking and she'll just be like, what the fuck is this guy saying? <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me think... The fuck am I saying? <laughs> Why am I doing it? Makes you self-reflexive, like <laughs> yeah, like it's like what? What do we? What's this guy talking about? Why? Why am I listening to him? Oh, why should? Why should you listen to me? I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs having like just a crisis of identity. Just like, <laughs> the what dogs have just you thinking done to this dog. This I dog can, was fine. <laughs> I can smell pizza, but I can't see pizza. Where is the pizza? Is all the dogs thinking? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like. Where is it all going? <laughs> How can I teach you things? <laughs> Love me. <laughs> I found pizza in a bin once. I'll look in the bin. <laughs> what does the dog say? <laughs> <laughs> no, she likes chewing on used dog waste bags. Oh. Yeah. It's a new thing. Well, if she's already eaten the shit, then... Yeah, this is just it's like It's like pate, licking the wrapper. <laughs> Eating the wrapper would be like, you know, eating the arse, right? This is more like, you know, someone has shit and put a flake in it. <laughs> be like, oh, it's a whole new experience. <laughs> wow, weird absorbent paper. Yeah. This is great. Crinkly black bin bags. Oh, yeah. This this chef knows <laughs> exactly what they're doing. So, yeah, been an all right week. Yeah. You got? Have you got much? Yeah. I found a few short stories. It's been a while looking for them as well. It's apparently just been a slow, shitty week. Yeah, it was Christmas, I guess. Yeah. Um, Japan's Space World apologises for freezing 5,000 fish in a skating rink. Oh, yeah, I saw Did you that. see that? Yeah, they thought it was like a good cosmetic idea to yeah. ice skate on the corpses of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> they opened it up and the public were like, this is horrific. <laughs> I'm not going to skate on death. 
and it's like it's placed as if like you know they're swim they were swimming underneath you, so it's just like flat packed stingrays and sharks, <laughs> yeah, just like looking up towards the heavens, hoping to be released. Yeah, um, it's like the um, it says the the park advertised the world's first. Uh, a world first and posted images of the fish on its official Facebook site with captions including I'm d- d- drowning s- s- suffocating <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, their marketing team I know. legends <laughs> they must have realised this was ridiculous <laughs> and been like alright you really want me to try and sell this <laughs> Sell it for what it is. Fucking weird torture. <laughs> Help me. Yeah, but they um they assured that they they assured their audience by telling them that um that everything was uh bought when everything was bought it was already dead. They bought they bought it from a local like fish merchant or whatever. Don't worry, someone else killed it. <laughs> we just you know taxidermied it into an entertain like a. Well, the thing is, they don't ride. they don't have to do anything with it. They don't have to like. I guess they might have posed it a bit, maybe, but like you just pour it on the floor and then cover it in water and then freeze it, right? Isn't this how that Sylvester Stallone it was all arranged and stuff? I don't know. Where like he was a cop and he was frozen, and released later on, and you didn't know how to use the three shells. Oh right. Uh, a little Can't bit. Remember. Demolition Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Good film. Yeah, he was frozen as a cop because the villain froze himself or something. Yeah. And the only person who could catch this villain was not technology or humanity. <laughs> it was Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Three seashells. Um, Having sex via Bluetooth. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they... they Freezing they, they, the sea and skating on it. That's the, that, they're literally dancing on their graves. Yeah. That's <laughs> in, like, tech, 90s techno music. They're all already dead and they just wanted to assure people that... Um, They've, uh, yeah, that, that everything was already dead, that nothing was killed to do this or whatever. It's like, yeah, no, it clearly was. Like, you don't, <laughs> I, if I put an order in at my butcher's for a thousand sirloin steaks, <laughs> I could, I'm pretty sure he's got to be out for a week killing cows. Yeah. And now they've all been thawed out and ground up and turned into fertilizer, which is, you know, great, <laughs> isn't it? The circle, the circle of life. <laughs> and I know it's, I know it's, oh, it's, they're like, oh, we just got it from the local fish merchant and everything. But there was like stingrays and whale sharks and like just <laughs> fuck it, like there was a whale in there. I swear there was, a, yeah, I saw a picture of a big, huge, great big frozen whale thing. Which like I, I've never been, to, I've never been to a fish fishmonger. I mean, I've never been to a fishmonger. I've never been to a fishmonger and seen like a, a giant whale, whale like, just hanging over the counter. It's like uh, I've, uh, on sale. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've just, uh, just, just a fin, just a fin. Doing a barbecue for a christening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of the people? eaters are a bit fussy. <laughs> How many people? Uh, about twenty thousand. The whale. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, the whale is beautiful this year. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 the miracle, isn't it? It's the it's the it's the feeding the five thousand with the fish. <laughs> yeah. Just get a big fish, <laughs> big fuck off fish. Oh Jesus! La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one, uh, th- this one reminded me of you a little bit. A man is in the Pontotoc County Jail accused of intentionally setting his apartment on fire. Uh, officers arrested Riley Harmon after responding to a fire at Rolling Meadows Apartments. Harmon admitted to starting the fire because he says people wouldn't leave his house. (laughs) (laughs) 
they reckon they they banned some kind of like drugs in his system and stuff. But it was just. <laughs> it was, <laughs> doesn't make it any less it was, no, amazing. It was, it's brilliant. It's just like, oh, I'm, and they, were, they weren't like Jehovah's Witnesses or something, people like uninvited. It's like guests to his house. It's like had the man <laughs> stayed for a bit too long so he just set his house on fire. <laughs> uh, like they're doing the countdown. It's like, okay, everybody looking forward to 2017. 10, 9. Mike, what are you doing? So, Mike! <laughs> May all acquaintance. Oh, God. oh my god, my legs! Dog bursts in the room covered in flame. They wouldn't leave. Said if they didn't want to leave, they can stay. It's the heating's on. <laughs> Which I get it, because I... I, I, like, I, I mean, I get it. <laughs> like, if, you've been, like, if you've been hosting and stuff, like, there, there, there are... <laughs> you've been cooking all day. There are points Invitation. where it's like, okay, you, you had people over for a party the night before, and now it's the next day, and you just want to get on with your day, and there's people still milling about because they crashed for the night and stuff. <laughs> You've still got drugs and that in your system. Yeah. What's, You've got a box of matches. What's the most reasonable way I can get these people to leave without asking them to leave? <laughs> I'll set my house on fire. <laughs> Where do you start? Do you start with the room they're in? Or do you just... Yeah, I think it's time to leave. Why? I think it's, it's a bit warm. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't, yeah, you don't do it in front of them. You don't, like, <laughs> sit around and then just set fire to the couch. Hey, guys. I think it's time you should leave. <laughs> No, you go and start one in the kitchen and then just come back. <laughs> and just wait. So what are you guys doing today? <laughs> yeah. uh, what's that? Uh, oh, it's nothing. Um, yeah. Pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I left the beans in the microwave for a bit too long. Yeah, so why fine. don't you stay? We'll watch fucking Avatar, yeah? yeah sit down <laughs> with... <laughs> he's trying to get them to leave. And in order to alleviate suspicion, he's actively encouraging them to stay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's catching on fire put Die Hard on <laughs> he's not faced by the fire at all like, no, it's that, no it's fine it's, it's fine because he forgot that he did it <laughs> <laughs> this is just the earth wanting to communicate with us guys <laughs> sit down watch some Avatar they're blue come on <laughs> I've got one more um uh, with a shirt wrapped around his head, Sean Torres of Daytona Beach walked into a store at Doyle and Braddock Roads shortly after 8.30pm and demanded money from the store clerk, Sheriff's Office spoke were, spokesman Andrew Gant said. When the, clerk, when the clerk denied Torres's demands, he threatened to shoot the employee and reached into the back of his shorts as if he had a gun, uh, but then he ran away without any money. Um, so I guess he... Just didn't have a gun, he was just pretending. Um, someone in the sheriff's office helicopter spotted Torres at the edge of a nearby pond. He was then seen wading through the water. As they closed in on Torres, deputies said the man submerged himself except for his face. Um, Torres tried explaining that he was just fishing and that his fishing pole <laughs> was in the water. <laughs> so that is talking to a head. Floating yeah. above water in the middle of a lake. Yeah. I'm fishing. Yeah, just, just fishing. Yeah. <laughs> of the attempted robbery, he claimed, uh, the guy who did it went that way. <laughs> Nodding with his head. Yeah. <laughs> that guy who robbed that shop that I can't see from this part of the lake. 
<laughs> in the middle of this lake. He's over there. <laughs> but it's like, oh, if I just sound fishing, don't believe me. <laughs> you're <laughs> in a fishing pond. rod sitting here. Can't you see it? <laughs> Uh, the man then surrendered and... Uh, tra- <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face. He wants to be like, oh, the guy who did that thing that you're... Look- he's over there, he's over there. And the people are staring like, no, no, Nixon. And he went, I surrender. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gave it one last try. Like, I'll just blow try and blame it on someone else. I think it was him. That wasn't... Yeah, you're right, I surrender. <laughs> He just slowly descends into the water. <laughs> it's just, it's just a brilliant attempt to hide. Like walk into the pond. And I'll then... hide partially in a lake. <laughs> so I'm just ahead. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, the man surrendered and then uh, trudged back to shore, saying that he didn't want to be bit by a police dog. Like that's why he went into the pond, apparently. Okay. I just didn't want to get bit by a dog. there was no dog in the uh, shop. Nope. I'm not going to try and rationalise this guy. No. <laughs> He's working on a whole other plane than I think I'm capable of reaching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Can't convict a floating head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not an, I'm, I, I'm not an armed robber. I haven't got any arms. <laughs> um, I can't come out. I'm half a fish. I'll die. <laughs> I've got girls under it. <laughs> yeah, fucking Kevin Costner. Leave me alone. Investigators said the store clerk recognised uh, the tattoo across Torres' stomach that read loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> Loves loyalty, doesn't like dogs. Yeah. So I guess I guess that's a reason to be like but He's loyal to the pond. <laughs> yeah. But like I guess he he didn't want to show his tattoo, so he was just like, I know, I'll get in the pond. No, I'll wear a shirt. No, because he went into the store with his shirt wrapped around his head. Okay. As in, it, this, it seems like the whole thing was a snap decision. I haven't got a gun. I haven't got anything. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a gun. I haven't got a hat. Yes. Yeah. But oh, there is a lake. <laughs> There's a lake over there and I've got a shirt. I'll take my shirt off, wrap it around my head, pretend I've got a gun, and he'll give me some money. <laughs> but I don't want to get bit by a dog, so I'll get in the pond. Yeah, dogs can't swim. <laughs> Maybe he's more afraid of police cats. Cats can't swim, I don't think. I mean. Well, they can, but they don't like to. Yeah. He's got mixed up cats and dogs. Oh. We do? It's the Texas thing again. You reckon they've got police tigers? Police. <laughs> Tiger doesn't change its stripes, but it will give you four to ten years in prison. <laughs> <laughs> you really shouldn't have done this crime. I don't know why they can talk. <laughs> <laughs> For more episodes, the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at PullingTeeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week. <laughs>